This is the Comp Effect Podcast. When you focus on workers' compensation, you'll have a safer work environment, more productive staff, lower expenses, and you'll crush your competition. We're sharing real-world stories, actionable tips, business-friendly advice, and information to help your business. I'm your host, Todd Tams. Enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Greetings to you, and welcome back to this week's episode of Comp Talk. I just want to first of all say thank you. Uh, we went live last week, and the positively, the positivity, and the compliments that have come through on social media and through email have been absolutely amazing. Um, it, it's humbling to start a podcast and want to talk about things like this, things that maybe people aren't mostly talking about, and to have it validated. And so it reaffirms my belief that there's a need for a podcast like this to talk about workers' compensation and to talk about the things that maybe people don't know and really just just help educate. Uh, so today's episode, I want to talk about how you as a business owner should bid your insurance, whether it's bidding your commercial insurance or your auto insurance or your workers' compensation insurance. My experience in this industry has taught me that, that we're bidding our insurance the wrong way and it needs to stop. And it's not your fault. Uh, it's, it's our fault as agents and as marketing machines that we only focus on one thing and we only focus on price. We, you've heard it time and time again, you can save money by bidding out your insurance, save X amount of percent and X amount of minutes. Um, or, or an insurance agent comes in and says, why don't you just let me quote your insurance to see if I can save you money. And I've even heard business owners say, you can have my insurance if you can save me money. Price is the only thing that we talk about when there's no value. And I, I really believe that this conversation needs to change. And I understand that we all want the lowest price. We don't want to overpay for insurance, but the way that we're bidding out insurance today is actually hurting your business. And so I want to talk about how we can change that dynamic a little bit. So here's, here's a couple things that people never ask me that I think you should consider asking when you do receive an insurance quote. And the first thing is, why did you pick this insurance carrier? Most of the time, the conversation that I have with either a new client or a prospect never involves, why are you putting me with this carrier? They trust me as the agent and they, they, they really don't seem to have any, any real care about who the carrier is. And I think as a buyer of insurance, you should, because carriers come in all different shapes and sizes, just like agents do. And here's, here's, the, here's a little bit of a peek behind the curtain or behind the scenes. In, in most offices, an agency will have multiple carriers, um, could be 15, 20, 30, or even more. And out of that, they will probably mostly have most of their business with a handful of carriers. And those handful of carriers take the bulk of their business. They've got a fairly good relationship with, and we strive to try and in our office, put business with those carriers. But there are times we have business with carriers where the relationship has soured. 
claims aren't going the right way and maybe premium volume is down. Maybe we're getting ready to exit the, uh, the relationship with that carrier or I no longer do business with them. And you certainly don't want to be getting a quote from that company because I'm trying to write your account and have to move it again next year. So I think that conversation really needs to set center around what's your relationship like with the carrier that you're asking me to be insured with. The next thing you should ask is how did we arrive at this carrier? If, if you're a buyer that's maybe focused on, I need a quote right now, that agent or the CSR is probably going to go on their computer and they're going to find a carrier that's going to ask them the least amount of questions to produce the rate. Is that in your best interest? Probably not. Uh, are you getting the coverage that you need or deserve? Probably not, but time is the crunch here. And so we have to crank it out as quickly as possible, especially on those smaller accounts where the revenues really aren't there for an agency to spend hours and hours trying to find you the best deal. Um, the next thing I think we should talk about or that you should ask is how are claims going to be handled? Uh, we just did a podcast that you can listen to uh, that talks about nurse triage, but believe it or not, not every carrier has nurse triage and nurse triage is a way for your business to transfer their workers' compensation claims to a registered nurse over the phone so that those claims don't go on your loss run. There's an account I'm working on right now that they did not have nurse triage because the carrier did not offer it. They've got five claims on there that each cost between a thousand to $1,500 because every single time they had a claim, they didn't know what to do. They went to the emergency room and then submitted the claim to us a day later. Had we had nurse triage, those claims would have been reduced. The unfortunate thing is, is this account just by the, the, the way things work with workers' compensation is going to end up paying more for their workers' compensation policy because they weren't with a carrier that was going to help them reduce those costs. Another thing that, that I don't think we as agents talk about with, with prospects or the current clients that we have is, how are we going to do business together? What is it that you need for me and what is it that I can give to you? So I think about things like, I like to be entirely online. If I don't have to call somebody, if I can send an email, if I can do things on my time, I, that's the preferred way that I wanna do things. And we have some clients that aren't like that. We have some clients that are. And so if you're a business that wants to be online, I would ask those questions. How can I interact with your agency? Can I produce certificates of insurance on my own time? And that's a really good thing if you're like a trucking company and you need certificates instantly. I would ask questions like, how is your business going to handle claims? How, what's my service team gonna look like? Am I gonna be dealing with the same person or am I gonna deal, be dealing with a third party outsourced 800 number that I have to call? I would also encourage you as the buyer of insurance to question the experience of the agent that's selling you insurance. Treat this person as an extension of your staff. It should be an interview process, not solely on price, but also on what value is the person that you're gonna buy this insurance from bringing to you? Are they brand new? Uh, are they a farm producer that's trying to write a commercial account? Are they a personalized producer that's trying to write commercial or vice versa? Uh, what experience do they have? And make sure that experience aligns with what your company needs. 
those are things that nobody ever asks us. Those, we just don't, we just don't see it a lot of times and we don't hear people wanting, wanting to even talk about that. Maybe the higher end accounts. Um, but let's say less than a, a six figure account. These aren't things that really get brought up all the time. The, the next thing is when, when it comes time to receive that insurance proposal that your company is going to base their buying decision on, it's usually a, in, in all honesty, it's not a very good summary. Uh, it's not the policy, doesn't convey endorsements, coverage, all of the things that you may be buying. It's usually a stripped down summary that's either coming from A, the company website that the agent quoted it at, or B, maybe it's an Excel document that has some key data in it, or even maybe something that's produced out of an insurance back office agency management system. If you're comparing your current insurance program to a five-page document, I can't even begin to tell you the amount of things that are left out of that that may be key to your business that that nobody's talking about and you may be aware that you're not getting if you switch coverage if you're basing that decision on the five-page document or the seven-page document, whatever it ends up being. So don't, I, I would just encourage you, let's not settle. Let's not focus on price. Let's focus on how we can change that dynamic to make sure that your business is getting the coverage that you need at a price that fits within your budget. And let's focus on a way to make sure that at your worst day, your company is not going to go under because of a policy that wasn't written the wrong way. Insurance, we only talk about insurance, the price of insurance at the time of sale. We never talk about the price of insurance at the worst possible claim time. So when we talk about bidding out your insurance, am I suggesting that you'd never bid out your insurance? Absolutely not. I think that you should have a program where you bid your insurance out every three to five years, depending upon what is going on. Uh, if you're a business that maybe is, we actually see businesses that want to bid their insurance every single year. And as a, as a seasoned agent, we run from them. They know the program, they know the ins and outs. They're trying to find the cheapest price and they're only loyal to the cheapest price. And so by bidding it out every single year, that's certainly not a client that I want to do business with. They're, from a financial standpoint, the revenue is just not there to shop an account year after year after year on some of these small accounts to make it worthwhile. And number two, you're not building any loyalty at all in the marketplace. Employees don't have to fight for their job year after year. If your employee is doing a bad job, there's a disciplinary procedure for your business to get rid of them. Um, it's a lot of work to hire and fire a carrier or an agent every single year. And you're going to find that the real professionals in the industry aren't going to even look at providing a quote to you if you're going to make them work so hard for it every single year. The other thing that the thing that we maybe we may not even talk about is when your business is going out to buy insurance every single year, the underwriters see that they see the same account come through their desk year after year after year. And they're thinking to themselves, why am I going to spend my time? I've got 50 accounts over here that I can write. Why am I going to spend my time with this one that wants a quote every single year? And so they'll just decline to even offer you a quote. They may be the best carrier for you, 
But if they don't think that you're going to stay and they don't think they've got a chance and they think that it's only the bottom dollar that is going to make the purchasing decision for you, they won't even quote it. I mean, the insurance world, believe it or not, it's fairly small. Um, underwriters see the same stuff. They work on the same accounts. They may have a multi-state region. They know the agents they work with, and they also know the type of clients that come through year after year. And I can guarantee you, if, that, if, if your business has no loyalty at all to a carrier, they're probably not going to be loyal to you. Um, so loyalty, three to five years, that's, that's fairly standard in the industry. Um, we get it. I tell carriers, if I'm going to bring an account to you, I don't intend to move this thing for the next three or five years. And that's what I've communicated to this prospect or client. They're here with you. I need your best deal. I need you to be a, as aggressive as possible in pricing. And I also need you to be as best as possible when it comes to the coverage coverages that you're offering. And it's a fair shot. When we put an account out for bid, it's a fair shot with all of those companies to come through because I'm giving them a fair opportunity. I'm not telling them to block the market. I'm not telling them to decline because I don't want them to have it. I'm giving them a hundred percent opportunity. But when I represent my client, I'm going to put them with a carrier that I think works for them and we're not going to shop it every year. Uh, the other thing that I think we shouldn't be doing is bidding insurance just to validate your current agent's pricing. Um, as an agent, we, we get a good feel for that. Um, the process for us to quote is quite labor intensive, not only at the agency, but also at the carrier level. And you'll find us ask a lot of questions to kind of pry because we want to know what the relationship is. And I'm always a little worried if a business has no relationship with their agent and is quick to quick to either tell me something that, Hey, if you, if you have the lowest price, I'll switch to you, or I don't like my agent or this or that. Um, all of those things are kind of red flags in the back. So if, if you're, if you're trying to find, if your current coverage is priced, you know, if your current coverage is priced accordingly or competitively, and you're just asking all of these carriers to give you a quote to, to get back to there, that's not going to work well for you in the long run. What I would encourage you to do is be pretty transparent. It's pretty easy for me to look at a work comp policy and find out if it's fairly priced. If it's fairly priced and you like your agent and you want me to validate pricing without doing any work, I'm happy to do that. But to go through all the work on the back end and bring you 10 quotes and say, hey, your price is the same and, and I haven't done anything to create value or find a way for you to switch coverage from your current agent to me, then I haven't done my job. So if we're just bidding to validate current agent pricing as an industry, we should probably go away from that also. And the last thing I want to talk about here is talk to your, finding out what your current strategy is with your current agent. Believe it or not, some agencies, they send your account out every year to market, to block the market. And this actually ends up hurting your company too. You may not even know what's happening, but if you've got an account that that agency is sending out saying, please don't quote block the market. And then they come back to you and say, Hey, I shopped all these markets. Nobody's interested. It may be because they're just blocking the market and trying to keep you with the current company that they have or keep other agents from even quoting your business. So how should a business like yours, put your insurance out for bed. Well, first thing I would encourage you to do is make sure your house is in order. Uh, find out 
find out what your loss ratio is. If you've got a poor loss history, write a narrative about how you fix those claims and discuss what it is that you're looking for in your insurance program. I kind of think going out for bid is a little bit like maybe buying a home and you need to make sure your credit's clean and your credit cards are paid down before you go out and you buy a home loan. It's kind of the same thing. If you want the best price at the best carrier and aggressive underwriters to go after your company, be best in class, have a great website, have a great Facebook presence, have pictures of a business that's clean. Uh, if there's been claims, write a narrative on how you've addressed every one of those and be prepared to share that with the person who you're working with, because that is going to speak volumes to an underwriter. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of times that that document and that packet isn't happening. Underwriters aren't getting memos. They're trying to figure things out. They're looking at an out-of-date website, trying to find out how they should price stuff, do it a little internal work. And I guarantee you, it will serve you well in the long run. So when going out for bid, you've made the decision, your house is in order. You, yeah, you have a plan. How should you bid? Well, there's three common ways that most businesses go about the purchase of insurance. The most common that we see in the marketplace is what's called a broker to broker. What this means is your agency, or I'm sorry, your business will contact multiple agencies and provide bid specs or maybe a copy of your current policy for them to work on. It becomes a scramble at that point because those brokers are trying to lock in their ability to quote your company at the insurance company. And the way that it works with insurance companies is the first one who submits a complete application gets to lock in that quote. It may not be the right broker for you. It's the first broker. And that creates this, I don't know, it, it gets real cumbersome in the market because we as brokers immediately know when somebody's going out for bid, when they're shopping multiple agents, because if we're trying to negotiate on your behalf in the marketplace and the doors are closed and we can't get inside because somebody else has blocked them, it's pretty easy to figure that out. I think this hurts a business because it, it comes back to price. You have multiple agents competing for an account and usually it always comes down to price. We don't know what the coverage endorsements or enhancements or if everything's right behind the scenes. We only know what the price is and the summaries are pretty vague. I don't think it's in your company's best interest at all. What I do encourage, my favorite method of an RFP is when a business does what's called a broker selection. So let's treat your insurance team as an extension of your company. And let's pretend that we're hiring for a position and that position is insurance agent within your company. So you create a job summary, what it is that you're looking for in an insurance agent, their experience, their skill set, their, their culture, their, the, does, does their business practices align with your company culture and values? And you document that and you send that out to the agents that you would like to invite to write the insurance for your business. And so then they come back with their resume, their skill set. And it's, it's not even about price. It's about what brokers can do for you. Perhaps you're doing, maybe it does come down to price because maybe you're doing a consultant fee or uh, maybe they get commission on the policy that they write, but price is not the thing here. It's the broker selection of who's going to do the best job for your company based upon their skills and their resume. And then when you find that person and you hire them to put them to work for you, they can go out 
and bid your insurance to the marketplace. And I guarantee you in that one broker to market, you'll get the insurance package that probably your company wants and needs at the price, at the best possible price in the market. They're not going to be skimping on coverage. The conversation is going to be much higher level. It's going to be absolute business protection, total cost of risk, making sure that your business is going to stay in business after that's worst possible day. And that is a win, not only for your company, also your employees, and also the total overall experience. I see so few of this going on in the marketplace. I see people making decisions based solely on price with or without regard to the right agent. And I think I personally, I think it's time to change this. I think it's, that's why I did this podcast. I want to help educate. There's a better way out there. So one of the things that we did to help you decide how you should go out for bid and how you should select a broker is we've got a guide to bidding or a guide to RFP right here on our website, www.thecompeffect.com. You can go there, download the PDF document, feel free to use it in your selection process. But uh, if you need help or advice, shoot me an email. My email address is toddtams at thecompeffect.com. That's T-O-D-D-T-H-A-M-S at thecompeffect.com. And I'll be happy to send any advice that I possibly can your way. But doing the right thing for your company by finding the right broker to represent you, by making sure that you're having the right coverage, that will be the key to keeping your business successful and keeping your costs low over the long term. I hope you found this information helpful. If you have any questions or anything that I can answer, I would welcome an email. Uh, we're happy to help in any way that we possibly can. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. A lot of good information to come. We'll be talking about company culture. We're talking about some fraud investigation. And I think in a couple of weeks, we've got um, a great, great conversation about InsureTech wearables. So hope this comp talk was informative. Have a great day and let's change an industry together.